Hey, what's going on, everybody? The Modern Flirting Podcast back again, live and direct in your ear. Like a Q-tip, cleaning out all that garbage, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> all that waxy nonsense you've been hanging on to. We're here to clear all that out. The best MFN podcast in the whole wide world. So just want to get with you MFers and, uh, you know, do what we do every single week. We got myself, Dale Valor here. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. here joining me. We'll see. Might be a couple other people that pop up a little later down the road, but as of right now, it's him and I, and we're going to chop it up about a few different things. We got some, uh, we got some uh, interesting things to talk about. We got a great podcast lined up for you today. All right. So here's the deal. I was uh, just today, as a matter of fact, uh, doing research for the podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, here goes Jamie right there. Hold on one second. We got the lovely Jamie about to join us. I know she just wrapped up her class. So, Jamie, what's good? We'll wait till her mic comes on. And then we'll know if she's good or not. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I'll assume that she's probably good. I don't know about her mic. But, um, but yeah. So, anyway. Uh, I was doing some research for the podcast today and uh, kind of last minute, but it's what it is. What's up, Jamie? Hi, sorry about that. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Hey, can you turn up your mic at all? Hello? Okay, that's better. You just weren't talking mm -hmm. to it. That's yeah. all. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you got here just in time. Oh, good. Because I was just about to roll out what I had found today. That I thought would be a really good topic for us to kick around. Do either one of you guys know what hardballing is? No, never do, heard of it. Do you know what it is, Jamie? Um, is it something sexual? No. That's where my MMA went. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no. What is it? <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So this is what hardballing is. I found this. Uh, it's a recent article from uh, the New York Times. Or no, I'm sorry. Today. Uh, Today.com. Okay, so what is hardballing? Hardballing is a term to explain when you will tell someone all of your expectations up front before you even go on a first date. Mm. That way, you don't waste your time and you can weed out anyone who may not be as serious about a relationship as you are. Now, there's a whole article about this, and I'm not going to read the whole article and all that kind of thing. I just wanted to get right to the point of, you know, hardballing. So that's what it is. Now, I'd never heard this term before until today. Um, but I, I thought it was an interesting idea, you know, um, before, like, and I, I would have to believe for the most part that this type of thing would probably happen more often with um, online dating than in person, you know, but I guess I could see how it could happen in person too. But uh, yeah, you know, I thought it was an interesting, uh, interesting little thing to talk about. So uh, let's talk about it. What do you think, Jamie? I, I definitely feel like a oh, lot of, Nick? I've been getting that. <laughs> he was chomping at the bit. He's like, I got mad thoughts on this. So Fuck yeah. I. <laughs> no, I definitely think that I'm glad you gave it a term because this is something I've been experiencing a lot of um, is, chicks straight up saying exactly what they want and for me that it's not that I don't like that it's that I'd like to explore it a bit more before she drops the heavy the hardball right one that um and the funny thing is I'm open to long-term relationships and all that stuff but when a chick straight up is like if you don't want to marry me um, she's not this extreme but like if you don't want to marry me within six months and like have babies by the end of like you know, 2024, like we can't talk, right? For me, that's just a huge turnoff. Yeah. So I think hardballing for me, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I think there's a finesse on the woman's side and Jamie can correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a finesse in like having that flirtation and fun first and then expressing what she wants. But I can't understand the female side. It's like, they're frustrated. They're just getting a bunch of fuck boys. So for them, it's like, you know, I, I, let me just say it up front and then not waste my time, so yeah okay i can see that. um so i think that i actually heard this recently from a friend of mine uh when you go on a date you're not really going at yourself 
you're going as your best representative and they're going as their best representative. Mm -hmm. And you guys are representing your true selves the best that you can, right? And over time, so once the representative gives word back to you who you are like hey listen this guy you know he seems like legit right this girl she seems cool okay now the real people are gonna meet right and and to make such a staunch decision in the beginning of like hey listen this is all what i'm looking for so much could be misconstrued ah, guys think hey right mm-hmm. guys can guys think hey whoa like you don't even know me like why are you talking about marriage when a girl's like listen i'm not talking about you i just know that i want to get married when in reality i i would say just as many dudes that i work with as girls also want to get married mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. that it like it, it's just they don't want it to be right now where women want it also to be later on but you guys are like want the woman is talking about the present and the man is talking about the future and that's where everything is getting misconstrued mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and also the other thing too i feel when it comes to uh uh having that that conversation such a serious conversation that early on the pressure that y'all are putting on yourself mm-hmm. oh we we ha- it has to come out you know it's actually i i was recently talking to one of my guy friends he's gay and he started uh kind of seeing this man and they've been going on a few dates and very quickly, I think it was like maybe the first or second date, they had the conversation like, I'm looking for someone to date. I'm You're looking for someone to date. Okay. Like, you know, this could be something. And then he was like, as soon as that conversation happened, it's like everything was so much like more pressure. Like every time we hung out, if it wasn't the most amazing, it's like, oh, we can't do it. It's like, it puts it all out in the open. And, and instead of letting things naturally flow. Yeah. Now there is a time and a place for this conversation for time not to be wasted and I'd like to think the rules that I've kind of followed with me is somewhere around that like two and a half, three month mark. Mm-hmm. That's where it's like, hey, listen, like I actually j- recently had a conversation with a guy that I'm dating uh, about this exact thing. Hey, listen, like I don't think any decisions need to be made just yet, but I would like to see if like the potential of this relationship going somewhere is a possibility in the future. Yes. Yes. OK, great. Wonderful. Like, and and now I know because I'd rather know now, now that I was starting to catch feelings, like, it's like, okay, I want to, if, if you know, right off the bat, okay, no, this isn't going anywhere. I'm just here to have fun. Like, you know, like, let, I, you know, I, I like the relationship where it is. Okay, cool. Now I can pivot. Right. Whereas having that conversation so early on before you even get to know the person, that's the other thing. Men aren't going to decide if they want to date you until they actually get to know you. Women also, even though they say they want to date, they also need to get to know you. So really, we're saying the same thing. It's just, again, one is putting the emphasis on the future and one is putting the emphasis on the present. Mm-hmm. Well, firstly, I don't know why you're uh, airing out our dirty laundry like that. <laughs> Those are private conversations. Oh, was I not supposed to tell anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I got down. But um, my thought is this. I, I kind of have a foot in both camps here, right? So... I think it's good to have criteria and, and, and know what it is that you want. But at the same time, if you're so stringent on it, I think that you're closing the door on a lot of opportunities. Plus, on top of that, um, you know, oftentimes people, you know, like, like you said, you know, you're, you're putting your best foot forward and you've got to give it a little bit of time to breathe. But the idea is the idea that you might have, of a relationship and what I define a relationship might be two totally different things. So the, a lot of times people come at it from the, 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 the mindset of like that person thinks the way that I do when they don't. And so now there's a little bit of a, like you said, gets a little misconstrued because you're not on the same page when you think you're on the same page, just because of the way that people define things. You know what I mean? So I do think it's good to have criteria and and know what it is that you want. But at the same time, you know, if you're so stringent on that criteria, like I'll put it like this, you know, um, (laughs) one time, uh, and and let me know if you've ever done this, Jamie, Um, this girl that like she had just gotten out of uh, a long-term relationship, right? And she had written down, and she's logically thinking this through the next guy that I date, these are the, this is the criteria 
that needs to be met. Okay. There was like, she showed me this list, by the way, like six months after us, like <laughs> starting to go out and things like that. And uh, yeah, I met like two things, <laughs> a list of criteria, you know, like it was crazy. Like, you know, he has to, you know, at least have a four-year degree. I've never stepped foot in a college outside of, you know, going out to the school state. of hard knocks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like I've never, you know, like there were so many things on that list that I didn't, you know, that I didn't have, but you, but because she liked me, that list went right out the window. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but that, it, but it, well, I guess what I'm asking Jamie is, have you ever done that to where it's like, you know, you have like a real solid list of criteria that you, and then all of a sudden you see yourself bending on a lot of those things. Um, you know, it's, I feel like there was something going around, like, so it was definitely when it was the, um, the secret was going around, like the manifestation, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of women during that time were like, oh, did you write a list? Did you write a list of all the things? So I definitely have written a list. Um, but I mean, honestly, like, uh, the same similar token, my ex-boyfriend, he was great on paper. He fucking checked every single goddamn one of those things. Yeah. Right. But the feeling and the chemistry and the way that we, well, I added one later on, the way that we argued was that was the thing. And I didn't even think to put that on the list. Right. Cause it didn't happen to me yet. Right. Yeah, so, we talked about that before. Yeah. So, so, you know, and now, now it's a fucking criteria. Now we got to fight. I got to know how you act when we have a disagreement um, before I even consider. So now I got, I got like, I have a list of like things we have to go through first before I even consider continuing a relationship, which I'm still on the fence about because it's also like, what if the relationship is going wood and there isn't any uh, conflict? You know what I mean? I can't just keep waiting would, forever. Do, but, do you think that you would manifest some kind of full argument? Yeah, just I'm to see? that too. Um, I don't know if that's true because I feel like if you're in a relationship long enough, an argument is going to happen. So regardless of if you manifested it or not, it could take right. a long will time. It, will, it, it could, will it have it come be, sooner? Maybe. Yeah, it could be years, though. You could be waiting a long ass time. I dated a girl one and a half years, and our first argument came after that. And I was like, that's when we broke up is when I, same thing as you, like, like yeah, I don't like how she holds her feelings inside and it explodes. But no, for me personally, I've noticed a lot of women kind of avoid arguments because they like me and they want to keep me around. And the problem with that is, it just takes too long to to come out. So right. I'd almost say like I, I wouldn't mind having I've even told girls straight up, like we need a like I'd like to have an argument with you. <laughs> I don't know what about, but we just need a fucking argument or something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. No, it's true. It's like you 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 uh, and that's the thing. When it comes to relationships, platonic or romantic, judging the the validity or the uh, the goodness of it when times are good is easy. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, everything's great. Yeah. The judge of a relationship and how good it is is only should only be really measured when times are tough. Yeah. Like when things are going really bad, right? How do you guys work through that problem? That's how a relationship should be measured. Yeah. So going back to what Dale was saying about like having this conversation so early on, you're setting, I feel like you're setting yourself up for so many um, expectations and, mm -hmm. and, and it could be turning someone that really could be a potential partner down the line off. I know if a guy said that to me in the first date, even I would be like, whoa, you know, it's, it's just, it seems, it seems like a lot. Um, get, but get, I, also, I will say this though. I actually would love to get your guys' thoughts on this um, is I, I be, and I'm going to fucking bash me on this one. I legitimately don't see myself as crazy. Right. Like, like, oh, you know, like, oh, girls are crazy. Girls are crazy. Like, I really I feel like a lot of my sense of pride is my ability to communicate. I do communicate well. I do air it out. Um, You know, I don't hold it in. I don't explode. Right. Um, Whereas I, I I have a weird and this could be a totally like fear of mine, but I feel like guys, even though they say they don't want crazy, they fucking do. And I'm like, yeah. should I want, should I be more crazy? And I'm like, that seems so counterproductive. Like, why would I, like, I feel like that's not the way of going about it. But yet I also feel like a lot of the guys, like when I look at their past girlfriends, 
they're like the jealous type, super like, you know, we'll, we'll do these like grandiose things. And I'm just like, not like that. And I'm like, has this hurt me in potential relationships? Not with me. I'll tell you that much. I can't stand that stuff. Like right. I, I will put a bullet in that so fast their head will spin. Like I cannot stand drama for the sake of drama. Right. I can't stand like over overly jealous type of situations. I, I cannot stand it. Like I, I think there's no two things. types of crazy though, Dale. I think the type of crazy you're talking about is that kind of erratic, um, controlling crazy. I think there's another type of crazy. Okay. That's more connected with like just femininity and the complete like inability of a man to understand why the fuck she would do that. Right. Um, I even know a good example, but just like that, that variability of, of emotion, like sometimes she's super fucking giggly and sometimes she's deep. And like, there's a certain type of crazy that I think is misconstrued as like something like she's like, like being angry at me for like, like, picking the wrong restaurant or something and like giving me the opportunity to like work through and be the man and lead her and, and give her a good experience. I almost think that's not really a bad type of crazy. I think that's just being feminine. Um, and I a lot hate of women, that I think, though. Like I'm I hate that crazy is synonymous no, with femininity. You. That's no, well, okay. What, what is feminine? How do you guys define feminine? I'm curious. Well, I mean, for me, I, have, I mean, I have issues with the these. I I hate I hate mas uh, masculinity and femininity. Like I feel like people are just in different situations and like what situations, you know what well, I mean? Because at the same time, I mean, like, you could say you could say like, oh, girls are crazy, girls are crazy. Okay, well, how many holes are punched in my wall versus how many holes are punched in a guy's wall? Like, uh, is which that I've not never crazy? done either. You know, mm -hmm. right? I, I I can't stand out of look. I can't. Th this is the deal. I can't stand out of control emotion. You know what I mean? That's misguided or misdirected or just explosive. Like I can't stand it. You know, like in the um, in the uh, BDSM world. Okay, this isn't exactly apples to apples, but kind of. Uh, so there's a whole. Do you guys know what brats are? Yeah, no. the doll. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Definitely not going down that path. Oh, oh wait, oh, oh, brats like like the the like the uh in kink world i know yeah in, yes. like the bdsm scene yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad, right. Brad, Brad. so mm -hmm. for those that don't know do you know what it is nicholas what a brat is uh, i can figure it out from what you guys are talking about okay so basically a brat is a girl um that well is a brat okay but the, the idea is, is what she's looking to do is because she gets off on being put in her place and so it's like it's it's basically getting off on shit tests is basically if you want to boil it down. Okay. She wants to see her man or her dominant get fed up and just be like, that's enough. Like, come here. You're about to get it. You know? So that's basically what it is. I hate that. <laughs> I will not entertain that one bit. I can't stand when people, try to get under my skin just for the sake of trying to get under my skin to see what I'll do. I'll show them what I'll do, but it ain't going to be, it ain't going to be the outcome that they are looking for. You know, I'll be like, get you an Uber, get out. Like I, I will not put up with it. You know what I mean? Wow. So um, yeah, I mean, th that, that's kind of what that reminds me of what, what you're talking mm -hmm. about, Jamie, to, to a degree, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I can't stay. I, I I just can't stand that like that, that type of crazy. You know what I mean? I'm kind of curious. And what do you guys think? And also, uh, yeah, I don't, know, I don't okay. know if this is just me, but like uh, when a guy can handle, like I remember this one guy who broke my heart. I hate him. Um, <laughs> this one guy. Uh, he, he. I remember there was one time where I was so pissed, but I didn't know how to bring it up, and you could just tell I was like pissy, right? And he literally just like sat me down. He's like, talk to me about it. And was like so calm. It was the sexiest. I had the biggest lady boner. And I was like mad. And I was like, why am I have a lady boner while I'm so pissed right now? Because the way he was conducting himself, I feel like conducting yourself in, in, in conflict and in a mature way is such an attraction trigger. Like, why would you pass up that opportunity? Mm -hmm. yeah, you know well, what I mean? The other thing. Oh, the other thing. One more thing. Women. When it comes to 
like girls being like, I'm crazy, I'm crazy. I'm wondering, is it that they're really crazy or is it a combination where they're put in those situations, they don't know how to bring it up. So then society just tells them that they're crazy. So they're like, yep, it's just me. I'm crazy. That's an act a lot of time, I think. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it reminds me. Gaslit into thinking that they're just nuts instead of actually being like, no, no, it's valid. You just have to be able to communicate it better. And and I I know you want to jump in, Nicholas, but let me say something real fast. Um, That reminds me of, and by the way, that is the way I like the, 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 what you said, that's the way I like to handle conflict. You know what I mean? Like, let's have a conversation about this. Let's be objective. Let's, you know, get to the core of this and get it figured out. You know what I mean? Well, my first question is, do you want me to listen or do you want my input? That's always my first question. Because if she just wants to vent, okay, it's fine. I won't give you any, all right, what you need to do is this, 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 and this, you know, but if she wants my input, then I'll give it to you, you know, but, um, but yeah, it reminds me, you know, like, you don't like the Briar, uh, uh, Myers-Briggs test, mm-hmm. right? So I find, and, and I don't really have a beef with that test so much as the way that people, um, the, the way that people use that information. So like, what I found is like people who are like, oh, well, I can't, they use that as an excuse is to not do something because it's like, you know, oh, I'm introverted according to the uh myers-briggs test so i can't go do stuff socially it's like no that's not what that means you know what i mean and they use that as some kind of like label to give themselves an out in in, in much the same way you're talking about crazy well i'm just i'm just crazy and somebody told me i'm crazy so i'm gonna act crazy you know like come on but what what were you gonna uh what were you gonna say nick no no i okay so I definitely agree with what Jamie's saying. For me, okay, maybe let me explain it this way, right? So the difference I see in masculine and feminine is kind of like traditional David Data's types. I don't know if you, have you guys read- yeah. um, Spirit of Man, Weird Way of Spirit Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me, it, it's more that the feminine, and you could be a male or you could have a dick or a, a vagina and, and be feminine or be masculine, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it's an energy. Right. So for me, the feminine is is much more deeply connected with their emotions and much more moved by emotions. So much better at connecting and, and reading people and being empathetic and all that stuff. Right. David Data says that uh, a woman is like the ocean itself, like vast and powerful. Right. A man has a lot more focus with direction and getting shit done. So he may not be as connected with his emotions and and feely and tough stuff like that. He can be. There's aspects to both and everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the one, he's the ship in the ocean going for the destination, right? And so for me, the craziness, and when I say I divide the craziness, is a, in my view, an egoic craziness, where it's, it's her identity and she gets attention from it. And there's the confusion men and everyone has that... Um, almost the the randomness of the feminine and the fact that they're so in touch with their emotional self and with the energies they feel around that they're swayed by it they see that as crazy that that so-called instability but really to me it's it's just they are living in the energy of the moment so maybe that clarifies something i don't know you you know i i I don't think like the, the brat thing right i I don't think that necessarily is, I think it depends where it comes from. If it's coming from ego and her wanting and demanding attention, but if it's from her just fucking being in a bad mood and, you know, living in that emotion right now, and you as a man need to sit her down, like Jamie was saying, and helping her through it, I think that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can do that. What's the, uh, what's the crazy, speaking of crazy, What's the craziest date that you guys have been on? Craziest date? Oh yeah. my god! You guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my craziest date. Well, okay, I have a crazy good and I have a crazy bad. Um, and honestly, even the bad, like I always say, like I pride myself on never having a bad date. It's because even my bad dates, they make up for great stories, and so it kind of like mm-hmm. balances out. Um, but either way, it's a little optimist in me. Uh, <laughs> but the this date I had like less than a year ago 
This guy comes, I, I go to the bar that I always take all my dates to. I swear to God, these bartenders are like, this fucking slut. Um, it's so great. It's so convenient. It's like a bar. It's cheap drinks. There's pool tables. It's like a low arcade thing. And it's like walking distance from my house. So like, yeah. anyway, so we go and this guy's cuter in real life, you know, has good job, you know, funny. I'm like, oh my, did Jamie hit the jackpot? Fuck yes. Love this. Right. And after. Guys, like you know super sharp whatever and as the night goes through i realize that like i actually like he he's the one we're playing pool and he's like going back uh up to the bar for drinks and like bringing them back and i find like i go with him one time when we were in between games and i realized that he had been ordering himself a beer and a tequila drink drinking both of those uh and then a drink for me so he was like 10 drinks deep whoa yeah like he and and, he, and you could tell he wasn't like you could tell he's fucking professional in this regard aka alcoholic and like you couldn't really like you could tell he was like a little like tipsy but he wasn't like you know sloshed but i realized all of those empty cl- glasses in the the room that we were playing pool he had been bringing back two glasses i just hadn't really realized it so the entire time he's drinking double that i'm drinking and then he starts rant like and and again his speech isn't slurred he's acting totally normal he brings up a conversation that we never had like we never had a conversation and i was just like wait what like i, I almost i was I'm like am i blacked out right now like i literally like, I, was, I was so confused and i was like what is going on and we were talking about this strip club that he has near his house he's like yeah like i called the uber and i was like called the what like what are you talking about <laughs> He's like, yeah, like we're gonna, like we're gonna go, you know, to the place. I'm like, what place? And it's like the, and near his uh, house, the strip club. And I was like, dude, what are you even talking about? And I was like, I'm so. And then, like, of course, all my like red flags of like danger, <laughs> danger, danger are coming up. And I'm like, fuck, oh my god, like this is so weird. And then he's like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, I'll cancel it. I'll cancel it. Like, he gets like mad, and I'm like, okay, like now this is weird. Like, I'm trying to like salvage what was a good date, and now is becoming increasingly odd. So then I was like, all right, well, do you? want to then just i was like listen like you can go to the strip club i'm good like i'm gonna stay here and and he's like no whatever i'll cancel it he cancels it it's like do you want to go i was like do you want to go play this arcade game like i don't know i was like trying like so hard to like salvage this thing um and then he's like yeah whatever i I have to go to the bathroom i'll be right back and i was like okay so i i'm waiting five minutes goes by ten minutes goes by (laughs) he this motherfucker yeah (laughs) i was like what is going on i was so i was i literally called my girlfriend so i was like you guys what is what is happening so then i like i like leave he paid the bill thank god i would have been fucking pissed he paid the bill so i i I leave i go back to my house and then all of a sudden i get a call from him and i was like hello and he's like yeah like um i because i texted i was like hey did you leave and he calls me back he's like yeah i left like i just thought you didn't want to hang out anymore and i was like so you just left? You didn't even, you said you had to go to the bathroom. I was like, oh my God, whatever, like goodbye. And I ended up just hanging out with him. But the whole time I'm just like, what is going on? Like this, it was, the, it was the most freaky thing ever. But I like, I felt, and this goes back to what you're saying about girls being crazy. I'm like, am I being gaslit right now? Like, I'm like, am I the crazy one? Like what is happening? When no, in reality, it was the situation I'm in. I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I mean, obviously I wasn't there, so I don't know what you talked about and all that kind of stuff. But based yeah. on what you're saying, I mean, that's just strange. Behavior. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. he's an alcoholic, is what we've uncovered, and he probably does this, but and he probably gets away with it too because he's very cute, good money, the whole nine, funny. But yeah, I mean, wow. And he, the fact that he was drinking a full double tequila and a full beer every time. Jesus. And listen, I can drink too, so like I was getting one, and I was already kind of like, yeah. I was like, God, dear Lord. Anyway, <laughs> that was my that's my craziest thing. What about you, Nate? This- Fuck. Um, this is before COVID. Uh, funny enough, I, okay, so my mom always wanted to go to Thailand. Let, let's take her to Thailand. Oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, this is nice. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know where this story is going. So, uh, right. We get there and 12-hour time difference or 14 or whatever. I'm like, I can't sleep. I just fuck, I get in a rickshaw. I'm like, take me somewhere fun, right? So I'm like, first night, who cares? I go to a karaoke bar and I'm meeting all these cool people. And I'm like, it's super fucking awesome. I tell myself I don't want to meet any locals because it's my first night. I don't know what trouble I'm going to get into. I keep bumping into this cute chick. She's hanging out with a bunch of Americans. So it's like, she's kind of safe, but I'm still like, 
let me go hang out with some other people and and we just keep bumping into each other and I'm starting to like her and I'm like okay fine so I'm like okay let's go get some food like take me to some street food she lives in Bangkok right now in my mind I'm like damn it she she could be a hooker or she could be a lady boy and I don't want either so I literally ask her twice I'm like I, I'm not trying to insult her I'm just like because the language barrier I'm like are you a hooker are you uh, a lady boy she's like no no I'm not I'm just normal that I work here I'm just normal yeah and 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 there's a policeman next to us as she's saying that so I'm like okay that's kind of good I'm like still like okay you know what I'm I'm gonna take it slow can we go to like an after hours club and like da 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 so we're there we're having fun and stuff and like um at this point she seems super fucking normal like we're hitting it off I'm like really into her because she's she's actually pretty smart and I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, uh, let's go grab some beers and hang at your place, right? So she does this super fun, like, shady thing where she, like, knocks on this door and the guy comes out the back and she, like, slips him some money and all this shit. It's a super fun adventure. Or back at her place, we have some fun or whatever. And I'm fucking exhausted. Now it's, like, 3, 4 in the morning. And usually I love cuddling. Like, I'm a cuddle fucking monster, right? I probably enjoy cuddling more than sex, to be completely honest with you, right? But it's so late. My parents want to go to this cooking class in like three hours. So I'm like, okay, I have to go. Da, 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 da. And she, between the weed we smoke and all the alcohol, she got fucking pissed. She was like, I thought we had a connection. And like, like I felt like, like you just used me. I'm like, no, not at all. We can hang out again later. I just have to go. My parents want to do this thing. And she's like, no, I, I, I fucking hate you. And she calls up her guy friends and she's threatening me. She's like, my guy friends are going to come kick the fucking shit out of you. What? Yes. And I'm like, she can't be serious. Like, like she can't be. And she picks up her phone and I don't know what she's saying. She's talking in, in Thai, right? And I'm like, this is my cue to leave. I'm like, fucking put my pants on. I'm running out the fucking door and I run straight into a dead end and she's chasing after me. And I'm sure her guy friends are about to come. Long story short, like, I'm hiding in bathrooms, like these fucking hole in the ground shit and texting my guy friends. I, if I die, do this and this and this. And I, I'm out there running. These guys are like catching up to me. I jump in the taxi. The taxi guy's confused. He, he doesn't speak English. So I get out and I keep running and I'm running. And this is like four in the morning at this point. It's raining. And two of these guys have mopeds. I cannot outrun them, right? I'm getting tired. <laughs> And so I'm like, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? Like they beat the shit out of me. My parents come pick me up and, you know, bad start to the first day, but whatever. Right. So I stop. I let these guys catch up to me. At this point, it's like a fucking mob because they're like calling other people and all this shit. The police officers there, the whole deal. Right. And um, so I stop and this big ass Samoan dude is like 300 pounds. He's like trying to like get me in a chokehold. And so like, whatever, just get me in the chokehold. My feet are like dangling off the floor, right? And so I'm like, okay, how do I get out of this, right? So I'm like, I'm American. I'm I Thai people are a bit more submissive. They 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 follow leads better. So I'm just very firm. I'm like, tap the guy, put me down, and I'm like, okay. So I tell everyone, okay, ATM. I'm gonna put my my card in. Each of you guys can take split the money and then just let me go. So like, okay. They give me back my wallet that empty my pockets and shit. So I put my card in. I already have, I have like a $200 limit because um, for traveling. So I tell them, take as much as you want. They take the 200 bucks out. And I'm just like, oh my God, you guys took all my fucking money. Right. Anyway, they feel bad for me. And the girl is so pissed. She's so like, make him go to his parents' house and take their money. And, and the guys, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm like making her look fucking shitty now. I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm so confused. I'm American. And like here's all my money and the and the guys are turning against her now because she's being such a bitch and so eventually they like talk her down and tell her to go away and i just fucking get in a cab and i get the fuck out of there so then two hours later my mom's waking me up i'm like like mom do i have to go to this cooking class so <laughs> i did go it was a fun cooking class i'll admit so that was my worst date by far yeah was the cooking class worth it <laughs> oh yeah borderline <laughs> so wait, did it work are you married did you yeah right <laughs> it's a hell of a shit test man oh yeah, yeah literally. 
See, I need to take a page out of her book. Be a little bit more crazy. I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, weren't you earlier like, yeah, crazy's great. That's what I, I like. Love, dude, <laughs> but I love it because look at that story. You have any idea how many like times I've told that story to girls and like, oh my God, like you're a leader. And it's leader. like we tell our students, right? Right. Like, like if you can demonstrate that you can get out of a bad situation, that you're selective with women, that you have gone adventures, you travel. These are positive things and telling it in a fun story just makes it yeah. more fun to. Well, yeah, no, same thing with the alcoholic, you know, yeah. I could have easily been like, and he fucking ditched me. What an asshole. Yeah. And until I'm like, dude, this fucking guy was insane. <laughs> I have so many that I could I bring what up. What is yours? I oh, yeah. Your so, all right. This one time uh, I end up matching with a girl uh, online. And, you know, we get to talking and whatever. And she didn't live very far from my house, which was a plus. So we get to talking and everything. And I like, you know, I, one of the things that for me, when, when I'm, you know, initially starting to talk, I, I start framing a lot of mystical, magical stuff. You know, I like poem reading and I, I like all, mind reading and all that kind of stuff. So um, we're talking about that. And she's like, oh, my God, can you read my palm? I'm like, yeah, but we got to go out. You know, I can't do it over the phone, you know? And so she's like, listen, I am free tonight. She was like, here's the thing. Uh, I just moved in or I just moved back with my parents. I don't have a vehicle. Normally I would just meet you somewhere, but could you pick me up? And I'm like, yeah, all right. She lived close, you know? So drive over there, scoop her up. We go to like this, like little, uh, yeah, just kind of corner neighborhood bar, whatever, you know? And uh, we're sitting there, we're talking, we have a, it was going great. Like the conversation was like, she was blowing me away. Super smart girl. I mean, like very, very, very intelligent. You know, I would argue like, as a matter of fact, if, if memory serves correct, we, we ended up going out more, which is going to blow your mind after what I tell you what I'm going to tell you. But uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't like crazy. And then he's like, well, well this, this, is, this is crazy in a different way. Okay. This is like reformed crazy. All right. So, um, she was part of Menza, you know, like super intelligent, you know? And so, um, she's like, you know, it's, it's starting to get late or whatever. She was just like, Hey, I know that, the, I know this is kind of weird, but, um, do you want to go to the park? and swing on the swings and stuff. And I was like, all right, because there's this big, now here's, this, let me set the landscape here. There's a park that's like a city park that was right around the corner from there. I, and I know it well, this park. It's go, it goes back a long way, all right? It, like a couple of miles back. It, it, it's narrow and long, all right? And so, you know, it's after hours, obviously, and things like that, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, all right, this is going, this is going good. I like where this is headed. So we go, it's secluded, it's nighttime, pretty late. We go back there and we're sitting, uh, we're sitting in my vehicle and uh, we're, we're talking, we haven't even gotten out of the car yet and uh, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And I start, there's one road in and one road out of this particular park. Well, I see these headlights coming down the, the road in the park. And I'm like, ha, wouldn't that be funny? Like if it was a cop, it's going to kick us out. And then as it gets a little bit closer, you know how you can identify a, a patrol car's headlights. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it is a cop. God damn it. You know? And she's just like, oh shit. And I'm like, what? She's like, all right, I got to tell you something right now. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, okay, what is it? She's like, all right, so here's the deal. I live with my parents now because I just got released from prison last week for, <laughs> for selling, for selling. Uh, she was like, I'm pretty locally known as being like one of the top heroin dealers uh, in the area. And she's like, I, I don't sell it anymore. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you just got out of jail. But yeah, okay, I hear you. So she's like, this is going to be an ordeal. And I'm like, all right, tell me right now, do you have any heroin on you? She was like, no, I don't. I was like, because like, I know where you live. If you drop heroin and, and you know, like pass the buck on to me, so I got to take the fall for this, like this ain't going to end well. And so she's like, I swear to God, Dale, I do not have anything on me. I'm like, okay, well, let's just see what happens. 
So cop rolls up. Hey guys, you know, it's after closing, you know, you guys can't be in here, but you know, can I see a couple of IDs? And so he looks at mine and then he goes and he looks at hers. And then as soon as he sees her ID, apparently all the cops know her. As <laughs> soon as he sees her ID, I need you to step out of the vehicle. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And then I got to get out of the vehicle. And so he's patting me down now. Well, then as that's happening, another squad car rolls up. Another squad car rolls up. Another squad car rolls up. By the time it was all said and done, there were eight cop cars in this park. And I'm sitting in the back of one of these cop cars, right? I've got two cops, like, interrogating me. They're like, how do you know her? Where did you meet her? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, I'd love to answer all your questions. I don't even know her last name. All right? Like, I just met her today. (laughs) like i do not know her you know and they ask for permission to search my vehicle they go through there i'm like i pray to god that she didn't you know that she was telling the truth to me you know they had to call in another cop a female cop to come in there and you know like basically pat her down Mm -hmm. you know and like it yeah we were there for hours and then finally they let us go because they didn't have anything, you know, like she wasn't breaking any laws. She wasn't, you know, doing anything. She's on probation or, or parole. Actually, she was on parole, but she wasn't really doing anything. She didn't have nothing on her, blah, blah, blah. And um, this cop pulls me aside. He was like, look, I know you said you just met her. I don't know if that's true or not, but you need to pick your friends better. Take her home now. I like yes sir (laughs) so i'm like all right you ready to go home you know so uh yeah and then we ended up dating for like two months but (laughs) yeah i mean so much money no i'm playing but (laughs) (laughs) no i mean drugs kids no she she was on the right track it would just happen to be that that time in particular, you know what I mean? That like it was just like all that old stuff, kind of like rehashing things. Yeah. But, but she was on the right track and and all that kind of thing, you know. But oh, and then we're on the way out. It's like a caravan of cop cars in me. All right, we're leaving the park. Cop stops right in front of me, so I can't. You know, it's one way in, one way out. Can't go around it or anything like that. So he basically blocks the road. He gets out of his car. He turns on his flashlight into the woods right there. And he comes over to my window. I'm like, ah, shit, man. I just want to go, man. You know? And he comes up to the car. I'm like, what now? And so I roll down the window. He's like, hey, man, you see that over there? You know what that is? That's a fox. You don't see foxes around here very much. I'm like, yeah, man, cool. Like, like I just want to get home, man. Like, I just want this to be done with. I ain't trying to be out on the nature trail, you know. But yeah, that that was probably the worst one. Damn, I'm just surprised you went out. Okay, what was it like after that? Was it like the worry of like our cops are going to show up again or what? Well, what was the like, follow up to that? Yeah, with the oh adventures. no, yeah. not not really, because I mean we weren't doing anything. It's not like yeah. You know, we were doing it. I wasn't worried about it again after that, but it was, you know, but on the onset, I was just like, what am I dealing with here? But they gave her. I thought for sure. When you first started telling that story, I thought for sure that she was like, I'm actually 16. I ran away from home. Like that's exactly what I was was thinking. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would have been worse actually. Yeah. But (laughs) uh, yeah, you know, the thing is, is that, um, that gave her the opportunity to like share her story, you know, and like, mm-hmm. and, and, and she was, you know, she got herself a job and, you know, it was like normal, you know, like mm-hmm. after that, you know what I mean? So there wasn't any reason for me to not talk to her again, I guess. All right. Ra- random segue. What are you guys thoughts on sugar baby culture? Like what are your thoughts, Jamie, what are your thoughts on having a man kind of pay for your stuff and Dale, what are your thoughts on like, if, if you, if you were a millionaire, would you be okay? Like 
really treating a girl and having it be a relationship where part of it is that you treat her to nice expensive shit or money is involved not like paying her for sex but you know like there's a, a bit of that expectation um ain't no shame in that game first of all mm-hmm. uh, on both ends because here's the here's the reality of the situation is a lot of older not even older but rich dudes they live in multiple places they don't have time to cultivate a relationship so they'd rather exchange money for just the companionship when it's nice and then they leave and it's a if it's a win-win for everyone if no if it's consent that's always my thing i don't give a shit who you're having sex with as long as it's not children or animals if it's consensual yay for Mm -hmm. you and if you want to exchange you know money for companionship listen this is capitalism like you can't live in a capitalistic system and be mad about someone getting profit for a service they're paying for a service there's Mm -hmm. a need for this service so in that like okay you want to like okay yay i'm all about changing capitalism first and foremost but you can't like benefit off of a system and then turn around and be like actually i don't like this goods and services but these goods and services are good it's like Mm -hmm. no it's it's a service Mm -hmm. that you're paying for period and we shouldn't shame men for doing it because lots of men have lots of good reasons why to do it and we shouldn't definitely shouldn't sh- uh, shame women for doing it because men honestly if you could do what we do it pro- uh, prostitution and and sugar babying and hooking and all that shit would be the number one fucking career path like it's literally just the shame that we put on women is the only reason why it's not more popular like it. it is even me like you know if i had to pay college i mean thank god my, my i got scholarships and my parents paid the rest of it but if i had to fucking pay all that shit I know every single girl that I know that does the sugar bait, it's literally to pay for school, it, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. fucked up to begin, or to pay medical bills, which is fucked up to begin with. But honestly, go, I, I'm so for it. I, you know, pro, pro sex work all day. Yeah. Dale, over to you. I have a problem with, I don't care what anybody else does. You know, like, I don't like, hey, you know, like, like Jamie was saying, I don't, like look down on anybody that's do- whatever do you it has no bearing on my you life personally whatsoever if, if, if you were a millionaire it's nothing i would ever do for yeah. me, ever you know what i mean now that's not to say that i wouldn't treat somebody well i treat people well now you know what i mean within the confines of what i can do you know what i mean um but i'm not gonna uh it's how can i word this it, it, it's not something i want to be the um the main the i don't want that to be the glue if that makes sense yeah yeah. you know what i mean like i don't want that to be the thing like if for some reason like okay now my heart you know i I got a business that just whatever goes out of business for whatever reason and now i'm on hard times i don't want to feel like well that's the end of every relationship I've got because you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I'd, I'd like to think that the, uh, the women that are with me are there because of yeah. me, not yeah. for what I'm doing for them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you could argue, well, yeah, I am doing stuff for them, but they're also doing stuff for me. But, the, but that, that aside, you know, I, I just don't want that to be the, the, the foundation of everything yeah. that's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, between, between us and, and, and i mean look and i mean truth be told like I, I, it would be pretty hypocritical for me to look down on like a woman that's doing that um on the strength of you know like i guess technically I, I, what i used to do would be considered as a sex worker you know what i mean like i was a pro dom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so how can i how can i look down on somebody who's doing their get down you know what i mean so that's just my own personal thought. Fuck yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I mean, do. having said that, guys who are like sugar daddies, like real sugar daddies, they it's a certain type of it's a certain type of guy. You know what I mean? It's a certain type of guy looking for a certain type of thing, and it's same thing with women. Women who do this are certain type of women who are looking for a certain type of thing. Like I think it's definitely the minority. Like it's never going to be a majority thing that people are doing. But I, I, you know, again, I think a lot of things have to come into play for someone to consider that. And and it's and, and it not be like a desperate because I can't get women thing. It's yeah. more of like a, I have all this money. I don't have the time and energy or the commitment to settle down with someone. So I just want it easy, quick, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I'm going to add an interesting wrinkle in this. <clears throat> so what I've noticed, so a buddy of mine, actually a bunch of buddies of mine have been joining Seeking Arrangements. I never tried it. Um, most of you, they cost a shit ton of money and I don't have that money. But um, so they've been noticing that you get a lot of women. They're just normal chicks that usually are on, say, Tinder and Hinge and stuff like that. But what they're looking for is just to 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 weed out the losers that don't have their shit together. Right. And so they use that as the benchmark that if this guy is willing to pay a hundred bucks a month to be on seeking arrangements, he has to meet some bar of like have a job, have uh, you know, something going on in life that he can even afford this. So for me, bucks I, I a think month. I mean, that, that's, the, month, that's the bar. I mean, for a lot of guys, they're not gonna do it, right? Well, uh, I know, but I mean, like th that speaks affluence. A hundred bucks. No, a it, it, I think it's more like a baseline filter. Okay. It's like right. if you can't do that at minimum, then you know you're probably a college student that's eating ramen, right? Like I, I think these specific women are looking for like guys who can give an experience, not just to like I'm the the attractive you know fun guy that will you know take you to the bar for cheap drinks. Like, I think there's better ways of going about it than that myself oh for sure yeah you know but, but you know if you whatever. have the money that's part of the value you have like if you got good looks use it if you got money use it if you got you know if you're good at talking like you're, you're good at storytelling and your fucking banter is great use it so I'm, I'm with jamie like i think um as long as everyone's fucking loving it then then i'm, I'm totally i'm totally down all right i want to throw out something here that uh just to kind of put a bow on the podcast and everything, uh, something that we're going to start doing with uh, some regularity here. All right. Little game called Would You Rather. All right. Now, have you guys ever played Would You Rather? I love that game. Yeah. Okay. I was like 15, 16. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to, we're going to do a couple of them here. All right. So would you rather be married to a 10 with a bad personality or a six with an amazing personality. That's easy. Six with an amazing personality. Yeah. I mean, okay. I feel like that's who I date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you. That, that that's love, my thought. I love too. the game where it's like he's a ten, but his breath always stinks. Or like, yeah, he's, he's I can't do the breath. If if he's a ten with a great personality and the breath is always bad, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fucking one, dude. I went out with this girl. This is several months ago. I go out with this girl. Really you nice girl. A heroin dealer. <laughs> no, no, this, this, this one dealer, actually. This one makes meth in her basement, but nice, uh, nice, but nice. yeah, so. What happened was, you know, we go out, really good personality, you know, the full, the full bit, you know, um, we go and do karaoke. All right. And uh, really good singer, all this and that, man, her breath was so bad. And I was like, like, I'm offering her gum. I'm offering her mints. And she wouldn't take me up on it. I'm, I'm wanting to be like, no, you want to do this. You want this mint? Please take this mint. You know, like I'm like, we get some food. Now I'm telling the waiter, I'm like, yo, can you put some extra parsley on her plate? You know, and, and eat that. By the way, eat that parsley. You know, like just to freshen up your breath. Like it was so bad. It was like she just, like she you know, halitosis. Dead carcass, huh? You probably has halitosis. Mm -hmm. My high school miss. I'm not even gonna say her name. Whatever, my high school math teacher, she had halitosis and I didn't know what it was. My dad's a doctor, so he told me what it was. Uh, it's basically where like your food or I guess like isn't all the way digested. So it always like kind of like linger. I don't know. I actually don't really know that whatever. Or maybe it's a bacteria. I'm not sure. But anyway, it just causes terrible breath. And I just remember her breath like literally smelt like shit. Like her breath literally smelled like she had a poop sandwich <laughs> after lunch. <laughs> And we had, and we, and we, we would go after lunch to like, that would be my next period, like fourth period or whatever. 
And I did so, first of all, I'm terrible at math anyway, but I did so bad in that class because I also would not raise my hand because what she would do is she'd get in real close (laughs) and she'd like like, show me the thing and and it it doesn't even matter what she was saying. She got in that close to explain how to do the problem solving. I didn't, it it completely went over my head the whole time. I'm like, how can I not vomit right now? It was awful and I feel so bad. They have to, oh my God, they have to come up with a cure with that. Like, where's the ribbon for that one? <laughs> I will donate there. <laughs> we need to do some math about this breath. <laughs> Dude, literally. Yeah, let's solve that problem. Is wait, All right, Jamie, do you do you know what the, the vagina equivalent to bad breath, like the cause of that? Because my thing is like, I love eating women out. Like, I, I, I fucking love that. But if she doesn't smell right down there, I'm not fucking touching it, right? So how do you, how do you get... I say you're dating a girl. How do you get her soap? No, <laughs> no, no, it can't be no, soap. It has no, to be something no, no, diet, no, right? No, what is it? no, it's called bacterial vaginosis. She uh, has she has a condition. Um, so every like there's like a certain pH in your vagina, right? Um, when that pH it could be knocked off by anything. Honestly, like wearing a wet bathing actually that causes yeast infections but I, even i think it also causes bacterial vaginosis too sometimes but like wearing like a wet bathing suit for too long or like something you know it could be yeah. anything it could even be um i was on a certain birth control and it gave me that so um but either way it's it starts to smell like like a dead fish almost yeah right it has that like super mm-hmm. so you yeah. have like and this is something i've actually talked about it's very delicate and it's it's not a fun conversation, but you should tell her. You should find a way to tell her. And honestly, and ideally, you should have built enough rapport so she knows. And like, perhaps like, listen, it's not a big deal. I just, I, because she needs to go to the doctor. It's not like, oh, she's just dirty. Like, no, like there's like a medical condition that causes that because if the pH is knocked off, it allows this certain bacteria to cultivate and that's what causes the smell. So it's not even her, it's the bacteria that's like living in it because the pH balance is knocked off. This is why we need to teach sex education in America and make it comprehensive because this is what they taught us. So I've had this, I've had this whole knowledge from a very young age. And the douching doesn't do anything, that that rinse thing. No, actually you really shouldn't. You really shouldn't douche because it's almost one of those things where if you do it too much, your body will stop producing that thing that naturally like your vagina is supposed to naturally clean itself. Um, so so if you're doing it all the time, like your your body will stop producing that thing that cleans it, if you will. Um, and, and that's also another reason why you shouldn't use like if you talk to any gynecologist, they'll tell you not to use like, uh, what is it? Summer's Eve, like all of those like. Mm-hmm. there's like no. these products that are specifically yeah. for like vaginal health, but like, you're not actually supposed to use those anyway. So that's, that's what that is. Um, however, I will say, and I, I'm not naive to think that like, cer- certainly some women just naturally do smell taste better or worse. Right. But I also think a lot of that has to do with like how close you are to your period versus how close you are to ovulating. Like, I feel like your vagina kind of like changes with the cycle. I guess so, I, I I haven't I haven't noticed that. I mean, unless you're talking about like there's blood in it, but I mean that's no that's no no. I'm not talking about that. But uh, you know I don't know. Like pennies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not I know. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Would you rather spend the rest of your life living on a sailboat or? The rest of your life having a home as an RV. Sailboat. Sailboat, yeah. Sailboat. It's just, yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah, hands down. Like an RV gets way cooler. I'm gonna go the other way with that one. Yeah. Let's say an RV. Well, why an RV? Because I can go play. I mean, you can go place with a sailboat too, obviously, but yeah. I, I feel like there's more safety in an RV. I feel like that there's more um, you know, you can go more places. For me, the places I the places I want to go are by the beach. So for me, anywhere a sailboat can yeah, go. Yeah, but I can drive to the beach. I can drive to the beach. Yeah, and but I can, can drive you to the can you can you drive to uh Australia? No. Okay, fair you can enough. Sail to Australia. Yeah. Okay. Also, you're not killing the planet with all of your gasoline guzzling. With to a sailboat, you're beach, using natural wind. Wait, is this a sailboat? Do we specify it's a sailboat or is this just a boat? No, it's a yacht. It's a, a sailboat. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I expected a yacht. I want to, you know. 
Like if, in my mind, I just picture just like a random ass sailboat, not, not nothing crazy. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, I'm, uh, I'm actually, you, well, you know, this Nick, I'm moving down to Tampa, you know what yeah. I mean? And, Are you to Tampa? Yeah. <gasps> Can we go to all the, uh, there's, um, there's Bush Gardens there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but i'm i'm moving down there with an rv you know what i mean i'm i'm that's what i'm going to be living in is an rv are you doing van life huh you're doing van life i don't know what that is van like, life in your van. You live in a van oh no not a, not a van you doing that. personality no just just a regular rv but oh well check this out just as we're about to end Someone's coming on, isn't aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> late, late. Hey, wait a minute, time, buddy. <laughs> oh shit! What up, guys? <laughs> Literally, I was just about to do the outro. <laughs> oh, okay. See you guys later. <laughs> Love that. All right. Well. <laughs> that's it for us <laughs> thanks for, for Cosmo for swinging through for 30 seconds great podcast, great podcast guys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah listen guys I'm going to throw this out I threw it out there last week if you and now here comes Gore <laughs> uh, that, that, yeah, yeah yeah okay so yeah, at least you don't have to feel bad about being late <laughs> Hey, there's the number two guy that's coming on as I'm about to end. <laughs> well, I thought this was the coaching meeting. Well, it, it was supposed to. Be. I mean, I haven't heard from Jared. You know what I mean? But okay. anyway, yeah, guys. So uh, that's it for us. But listen, if you uh, if you are the first person to screenshot me, or bleh, if you are the first person to screenshot uh promoting this podcast, you know, sharing it, doing something to help us get the word out on this podcast. I will give you a free one-on-one -on -one coaching call. All right. But you got to screenshot it, send it to me. So I know you can email it to modern flirting podcast at Gmail or just on Facebook or whatever. I'm easy to find, you know what I mean? So first person that does that, they're going to get that. So that's what's up. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Salute. All right, so, please. All right, turn the recording off here.